Larry looked up. The constellation of 14 spacecraft hovered in the sky, moving as if the pilots had forgotten to set the emergency brakes. Their craft drifted slowly, silently, and slightly sideways on the lazy late-fall winds. They remained in such precise formation while moving that even an Olympics-qualified synchronized swimming team would shiver in envy. Of course, Olympic-qualified synchronized swimming teams cavort half-naked, making shivering as easy to spot as the 14 spacecraft floating above the dry Kansas prairie in the cloudless blue sky. Just like those spacecraft pilots, Larry also forgot to set his tractor's emergency brake as he stared up at the spacecraft. The heavy farm machine wandered aimlessly about the cow pasture. Larry shivered, much like a half-naked synchronized swimmer, but for a much different reason than envy or nudity. Larry could have been half-naked on the tractor. However, since there wasn't much need for nudity on the farm these days, the idea of working without clothes hadn't really occurred to him. It also hadn't occurred to him to look skyward for UFOs until the spacecraft passed between him and the sun, throwing shadows about his cow pasture like clouds playing dodgeball on their day off. The cows were completely unconcerned about the spacecraft. They didn't stop doing cow things just because Larry's tractor was wandering aimlessly about the field, and Larry didn't notice. Cows being what they were, they were supremely content with grass, a little water, and the ability to generate copious amounts of methane. Nevertheless, one cow was a bit thoughtful about the speed of sound relative to the tractor's slow-chugging engine. Per normal cow mental activity, the thought was brief, wouldn't be repeated, and wasn't shared with anyone, cow or otherwise. This wasn't the first time Larry had seen spacecraft. They'd mesmerized him while watching Star Wars as a ten-year-old. As a twenty-three-year-old, he'd seen them after a particularly raucous night at Benny's Been There Bar and Done That Grill. Still in all, even with such stellar UFO sighting history, he was pretty sure this was the first time he saw a spacecraft when there was a reasonably good possibility he wasn't having a stroke or a beer brawl-induced concussion gifted to him by the Rickenhauser brothers. For that matter, he wasn't too sure about the stroke thing. The tractor bumped to a slow stop, as tractors often do when left to their own devices. Larry's tractor was a particularly lazy machine, and often chugged to a stop whether Larry wanted it to or not. He gripped the steering wheel as the spacecraft stopped directly over his head. Or it seemed they were directly over his head. Twisting his neck around and up was as poor an indicator of the exact overhead direction of the UFOs as was sniffing old Bucky's farts to get an indication of what his dog had been eating. He flexed his fingers and clutched the steering wheel as tightly as the lid on a new jar of pickles. He decided if they were going to beam him up for a little alien probing, they were going to have to drag his tractor along with him. This tractor had been in his family so long it was practically a family heirloom, and he was not going to let it go. Larry didn't mind a little probing every now and then, especially if he was the prober and not the probee. His last probe had been before Nancy ran off to the big city. Sadly, she was attracted to the culture and the nightlife of a big city dweller. He understood Nancy's desire to follow her dream of becoming a television news anchor and follow in the footsteps of Katie Couric. He would have bet Katie had a college degree in journalism and wasn't at all like Nancy, who had failed at high school home economics. It would surprise Larry to learn he'd lose his bet about Katie's college degree, that she'd earned a degree in English. 
Larry prided himself on his betting ability. Farmers and ranchers are consummate gamblers. They gambled on the sun. They gambled on the rain. Will there be too little, just enough, too much? They gambled on the heat. They gambled on gas prices, feed prices, beef prices, and yes, even the price of horse excrement. Bad gamblers fail at farming, becoming townsfolk and weekend gardeners. Good farmers gamble to win and survive to replant next year.